If you want the full Roar experience, go check out theroarfm.com for all the latest updates and podcasts. We're 105.5 and 97.5 The Roar. But he's driving and striving and hugging the turns and thinking of someone for whom he still burns. He's going the distance. He's going for speed. She's all alone. All alone in a time of need. Welcome back. Glad to have you with us. Zero res. I told you to get that, that special. Still one day left in this Valentine's Day special. $119. Three rooms clean. I told you I cleaned my home uh, or home for my wife yesterday, little Valentine's. Now, I don't do it quite as good as Zero Res. Uh, area rugs, carpets, we love Zero Res. Tile and grout in those bathrooms or tile floors, we love that as well. And uh, don't forget about air duct cleaning. Right now, three rooms of carpet clean, $119. Mention my name, Mickey Plowler, at the Roar. You're going to love that. And that's the price of $119. So how do you do it? ZeroResGreenville.com. Spell it backwards or forwards. It's the right way to clean. ZeroResGreenville.com. 558-7300. It is my great friends over at Zero Res. Um, you know what? It's a little out of the box thinking, but it's not too late. Let's say you've already, you forgot about it. Let's say that uh, one phone call might make you a hero today. So think about it. It's ZeroResGreenville.com. A, uh, a great time of year where we're going to talk uh, Clemson baseball. And as I bring on the, the baseball coach, the Clemson Tigers, Coach Eric Backus. Coach Backus, good morning. How you doing? Good morning, Mickey. How you doing? We're great. I, I, I was telling Brian uh, Hennessy, your great SID, that, uh, you know, we had an assistant coach on for years here. And I mentioned it to you this summer. I said, hey, coach, when we get one of your assistants, I'm going to say, well, I want to do it. Let's talk about it. Because your enthusiasm is so infectious about it. Tell me this. This, this is your, your third head coaching stint. This is one, that, that a job you kind of targeted. What's it like for you personally, man? Open today has always got some jitters and some excitement. But, but this is a job that you wanted in the south and 60 degrees at, at Doug Kingsborough on Friday. Man, how are you doing right now? You know, it's uh, someone asked me that the other day, and it's like it's like the countdown to Christmas. You know, it's where you're a parent and you you're excited for your kids because you want to watch them tear open the the presents under the tree, and it, that's what it's like. It's just the anticipation uh, of just just watching the the kids go out and have as much fun on the baseball field and compete as hard as they can. And uh, you know, the hay's in the barn. We've been training hard. We've been pushing them to their limits. Maybe even finding new limits, and and really. The, the players have just done a fantastic job in all phases, uh, on and off the field. Couldn't be more proud of them. So I'm just excited. You know, I, philosophically, I look at the training segment as that's more the, the time for the coaches and the games and more the time for the players. So, you know, if, we, if, we, if we're doing okay uh, with our preparation, we should be able to, you know, turn them over and just let them play. You know, one of the things that amazes me about your sport uh, college baseball, maybe as much as anything else, is that because you, you do have some fall chance and you do have some, some well, by the way, good weather leading up to this so far. But it seems to me in college baseball, almost every year, every team changes so much. And I always say it takes about 20 games like to find roles and, and throughout seasons, guys appear and guys' roles change. Is that is that number about right? You kind of, I mean, you've got some battles that are still going on in a lot of places right now. Um, do you find that, that your teams through the years kind of, kind of like evolve those first 20 or so games? For sure. In fact, uh, I told this to the team, and I think every coach pretty much in, in most team sports would say this, that 
the opening day lineup very often is the same lineup at the end of the season. And so you just have a, a lot of, of evolution and progression, and, of course, things happen. Uh, but you just, yeah, it's a, it's, a, it's a season that is, you know, I don't want to say it's a marathon. It's, it's kind of a sprint with no finish line. Uh, but it just a lot of things continue to to move and shake and evolve and and guys get better and push other guys and guy may get nicked or banged or bruised and need a day uh, but yeah looking forward to all of that but you're exactly right Mickey it it changes all the time well and in your case too maybe with this team and maybe just because of our familiarity with it there's just so many like I, I would say this and, and feel free to disagree I think depth is a when I think of this team right now looking at it on paper at least. Are you satisfied depth-wise and, and, and those, those battles that are still going on? Well, it's, it's actually a threat, uh, and it's, yeah. a, it's a good problem to have. But we have a lot of depth where we have some experienced older players, guys that have been around college baseball now three, four, five years. And then you have some very talented freshmen that need to play and develop. So it's, it's finding that balance and that harmony of how do you, you know, put the, the older guys out there who have maybe earned – a spot, but still finding ways to get the young guys the repetitions that they need to grow and improve. All right, let, let's. Uh, it all begins on the mound. Um, give us an idea of your thoughts, rotation wise, role wise, closure wise, mid inning guys. Uh, what's what's the thought process going into? Uh, what do the fans need to know about the pitching staff this weekend? Well, I think it starts with just philosophically, this pitching staff. It's been ingrained in them from our pitching coach Jimmy Bellinger that the best pitchers and the best pitching staffs consistently pound the strike zone. So whoever whoever's going to tow the rubber at Doug Kingsmore Stadium is going to have a relentless attack on the strike zone. And that always, you know, that was the big reason for targeting Coach Bellinger. And now that I've actually been on the same staff with him and, and been with him for a fall and a preseason, I can see why it is just constantly reinforced. You know, you treasure what you measure. And he is always on them about strike percentage so and i know that all coaches baseball coaches hate when their pitchers walk people uh but this pitching staff i think has a chance to just go out there and absolutely attack the strike zone so that'll that'll be great to see we're actually going to announce the uh or not announce we're going to uh talk to our team about all the roles this week uh, either today or tomorrow uh, but i think it's well documented that we move Ryan Ammons from the closer role to a starting role. And, and, you know, we didn't do that just, just on a whim. That was, uh, for the potential of a, of a guy with just incredible makeup, toughness, character to set the tone on the front end of a weekend. So if, that answers what uh, the fans can expect to see this Friday. How, what is that that transition like? Um, a different mentality at the back end of the game compared to the front end, and obviously pitch count, and and that's uh, obviously pitch count will be a big issue for the first few weeks. Uh, but just the mentality. What's the biggest change for him going into the season now? That he's got a different role. Sure, you know I've seen this before where it's, uh, bullpen guys become starters. You know, most everyone in high school is a starter, and that's what you recruit. You recruit. Uh, at the high school level, everyone's a starter on their travel ball teams and their high school teams, and then they have to transition and learn how to do the bullpen. And then you got a, some unique situations like Orion Ammons, where the team needs him to come back and start. So we can, you know, he's such a good pitcher, we want to use him uh, in as much as we can to affect the outcome of the game. 
And so a starting role, you know, it just is that valuable. And I think you can't lose what makes you good. So Ryan Ammons is a, you know, he is a 100% effort kind of guy. And I think he's taken the mentality that he's going to go out there and close the first inning. And then he's going to go out there and close the second and then the third and do that as many times as he can. And to your point earlier with the depth, you know, we may not need our starters to go seven or eight innings for our pitching staff to have success. We have a lot of very capable pitchers. We feel like they really bought into attacking the strike zone and they, they've always had the stuff, you know, that, that just kind of that neck down physicality of being able to throw hard or with good breaking balls. Like they, they've always had this physical ability and now it's just harnessing that command with their, you know, the, to match their stuff, which will make them even more effective. So we may not need a guy to go out there and, you know, give us seven, eight, nine innings. We should be able to uh, turn the ball over to somebody else who's just as capable. Uh, I, I asked you this, and I know so you, you talked a little bit about it. Your guys that, that you'd coached previously transferred in from Michigan. Give me an idea of, like, how important it was for those guys, um, just, just being a sounding board for your new players, and then how those guys fit in coming down to the new program. Sure. Yeah, Riley Bertram and Willie Weiss. You know, Riley was a two-time captain at Michigan, and Willie Weiss was a captain last year, and both had, you know, huge roles in our success at Michigan. And they've just been that perfect conduit between a new coaching staff implementing uh, some foundational-type ideas, and they can provide the explanation as to why it's important and to why we're just the why they explain the why we're doing it this way. Cause that's kind of a common reaction with college age players is, you know, why are we doing this? And Riley and Willie just with their experience and they've got the credentials of having won a few championships and played in the world series and played for a national championship. And, you know, they just, I think that gives them a little bit of, of uh, cachet of, you know, to justify why some of the training is the way it is. Cause it's, it's, you know, it's a little unique at times. I mean, the training is, is not slow blocked, you know, where it's just, you're just practicing skill acquisition. I mean, it is team training, chaos, a random above game speed, putting players in uncomfortable situations, mental toughness Wednesdays, I mean, just a lot of really callousing their mind to believe that, you know, they can do anything and also making them comfortable being uncomfortable. Uh, that's what Vince Dooley and Danny Ford did back in the old football days. If you could survive a, a Wednesday practice, man, uh, you're going to be Saturday's going to be easy for you for that for sure. Hey, uh, let's let's give us an idea personnel wise. I know you got a lot of battles still going on. I won't pin you down too much on it, but but um, some of the guys you're excited about, the fans might be excited about. I know, you, like you said, you got some newcomers that people want to see, and you got some great veterans as well. Um, still battles going on. Give me an idea around the horn, um, around the positions of some things to watch this weekend. Sure. Yeah. Well, I mean, every everyone knows the stat sheet from last year, and you got guys like Blake Wright and Ben Blackwell, Cooper Engel, Caden Grice, you know, Tyler Corbett. You know, those guys put up some pretty good numbers last year. So I think people can expect. Uh, you know, we have a few injuries right now. Nothing, nothing too serious, but a couple guys with an ankle sprain or a um, something. But if one of those guys 
you know, isn't in there, it's going to be very temporary. But, you know, the guys that you can look at the stat sheet from last year and just see that, okay, these guys are the, you know, the, the leaders coming back that really put up good numbers. Um, I think everyone will be excited to see that infield with Blake and Ben and Riley and Caden. And then, you know, a newcomer that has really inserted himself is Cam Canarella, as well as Jacob Gerald. Um, you know, and Cooper Engel is with the arm, uh, still coming back. You know, he's, it, it Jacob Gerald has been a great, uh, a great player for him to, you know, give him the, the relief when he needs it at catcher. Uh, and then the outfield is where we probably have the biggest battles going on. And it's also where we have some, you know, some guys, you know, coming back, uh, from still getting to a hundred percent, uh, with the minor, you know, aches and pains. Uh, but there, there's definitely a battle out there. If you just look at some of the returners and the older guys, you know, Chad Ferry has, is back for his fifth year and has really done a good job of stepping into a leadership role and, you know, producing this fall. Um, obviously, Will Taylor, a lot of excitement about the type of player he is, and he's still getting back to 100%. Uh, and then you got some, some newcomers out there, some freshmen, uh, really good players in the outfield that we are going to have to figure out how to get in the lineup and how to keep get them some repetitions like Nathan Hall and Jack Crichton and Leighton Lackey and um, and and others Cam Canarella. I mean, we just we got to figure out you know how to play these guys. Got Tristan Bassetta as a big physical left-handed bat that's really emerged, and we, we've got a lot of outfield depth. Uh, it's probably seven or eight guys that could play could start on any given day so uh good problems to have uh but we're looking forward to figuring out all the puzzle pieces to put the best team on the field eric backage is our guest couple more quick ones for you coach biggington comes down i know it's an opening game there's no uh, information with their newcomers and transfers and all those kind of things but what do you know about the opponent this weekend they're really good. They uh, they won their conference last year. They played in the regional. They, they played tough in the regional. They have seven of their everyday starters back. They have their entire weekend rotation back. They're old. You know, they're upstate New York tough. Um, the head coach and Coach Leggett played together way back when. Uh, so, you know, fundamentals are going to be preached with a team like that. And, um, you know, they're going to they're gonna give us a battle. I mean, this is this is not one of those, you know, Northeast teams coming out of the snow and it's going to be shell shocked. I mean, they, uh, they're picked to be in a regional this year. They're picked to win their conference. They won their conference last year. They've had a lot of success and you know, they're going to, they're going to come down here and give us their best stuff. Uh, coach 60 degrees, man. Uh, you talk about, there's few places on earth that's better than Doug Kingsmore stadium, but especially in 60 degrees, this is going to be a lot of fun. It's going to be awesome. I tell you, you got, you'll, you'll see it again. I know you've seen it. You've been inundated with fans and, and, uh, and your banquets and or your preseason stuff. And, and, uh, man, you're going to see it again. It's going to be an awesome weekend. I can't thank you enough for coming on with us. Let's do it again next week. Next week. Now, obviously we'll be reviewing. There's a lot to, to, to review on that, but then we're going to talk about, um, you know, a, a, a midweek game next week, uh, the day of the Charlotte game, and then Central Florida comes to town. So, man, I can't wait for it. Good luck. Congratulations. And, man, I can't wait to visit with you next week. Yes, sir. Thanks, Mickey. Appreciate you having me on. All right. We'll talk to you on Tuesday. Great luck this weekend. It's Eric Backett's Clemson baseball coach. We'll take a break. When we come back, Dr. Milt Louder is going to be here with us. We're going to ask a little bit about um, the process 
You hear it all the time. What does that mean? And how can that help us in our daily lives? Uh, we'll do, take a short break. We'll come back with Will Clanton, Mickey Plowler, and Dr. Milt Ladder from Amplos.com right after this. Carolina Auto Connection, the little dealer with the big heart. Celebrating 14 years serving the upstate. With no haggle pricing and no dealer fees, their customers come from all over the world. They have the lowest prices on the best pre-owned vehicles. Their staff is straightforward and honest. All vehicles are 49-point inspected and serviced, so you can buy with confidence. Carolina Auto Connection, 1434 Boiling Springs Road, just off I-85 Spartanburg. Call 864-814-DEAL for an appointment or carolinaautoconnection.com. My Garage by Essex is proud to service the Clemson area with excellent service on all makes and models. They are professionals that perform high-quality workmanship with high-quality parts. With life being uncertain, you know you can be certain of My Garage by Essex, taking care of you and your family. Stop in to see them at 551 Old Greenville Highway, Monday through Friday, 8 a.m. till 5 p.m., or call 864-633-5800. Rely on the pros in EnviroMulch for all your outdoor needs. They have an assortment of mulch, riverstone, dirt, sand, gravel, straw, and much more. Choose EnviroMulch. Make your yard look amazing during the colder months ahead. Order at EnviroMulchOnline.com. Go Tigers. What's under your home can get into your home. A sealed crawl space keeps out moisture, mold, and pests. Candy Foundation Specialist is your local trusted expert in crawl space sealing. Call us today for your free estimate. Candy can fix it. Call the local experts for a free estimate. Call Canty Foundation Specialist at 864-403-5263 and ask about transferable warranties and available financing. That's 864-403-5263 or online at cantycanfixit.com. The world is turned upside down and it's hard to make sense of it all. The alpha male is under attack and people are more worried about pronouns and toxic masculinity. If you want to get that alpha feeling back, get that weight off and improve your performance, come see us today at Low Country Mail. We specialize in testosterone replacement and anti-aging. For around 200 bucks a month, we take care of your testosterone, labs, and doctor visits. We also offer ED plans, the P-Shot, and peptide therapy. Book your appointment today, lowcountrymail.com. If you're looking for a more personal, honest eye care experience, consider Westminster Vision of Clemson. We offer a full range of services from a large selection of designer spectacles and contact lenses to treatment and management of eye disease. We have our own eyeglass lab for quick, accurate classes that are guaranteed. Our friendly, personal approach means we'll take the time needed to do the job right. Most insurance accepted. Evening and weekend exams available. 654-4141. That's 654-4141. Next to Publix. Needing to rent a mini excavator like a Bobcat E32, a skid steer, or wood chipper? Or maybe a smaller tool like a pressure washer, jackhammer, or compactor? McNeely Store and Rental has got you covered. Clemson alumni-owned renting equipment and selling materials for more than 30 years. We also sell septic materials, ADS drainage products, concrete boxes, real stone veneers, and more. With two upstate South Carolina locations in Clemson and West Union, McNeelyStoreandRental.com. Or call Matt for a quote today, 828-553-4338. There's a very special day coming up on the 14th of this month, and there's no reason to worry about where to shop or what to buy. The answer is simple. Visit my friend Wally Odom and his team at Reed's Jewelers in the Haywood Mall next to Belt. You'll be delighted with a gift from Reed's for her for Valentine's Day. Perhaps a nice pair of earrings, maybe a charm, a bracelet, or a necklace. Imagine how she'll feel with a Reed's diamond for Valentine's Day. I shop there as do thousands of Roar listeners. What are you waiting for? 
While you're in Reeds, select an Omega, Breitling, Tudor, or Tag watch for yourself. It won't cost your arm and a leg, I promise. Reeds also has the payment option that is right for you. She's worth it, and what you'll save at Reeds Jewelers is worth it. Visit the all-new Reeds Jewelers in the Haywood Mall and tell them I sent you there. They'll be the best prices and best selection on jewelry. Reeds Jewelers are online at reeds.com. Powered by Upcountry Fiber, we are 105.5 and 97.5 The Roar. Providing fiber internet, HDTV, and phone service, Upcountry Fiber is a stronger connection. Here at The Roar, every day is game day. We are 105.5 and 97.5 The Roar. For a stronger connection, it is Upcountry Fiber. That's in Greenville, Pickens, Oconee, Anderson, and Spartanburg counties. This is a, a, a company that is awfully excited about what's going on. I met with the folks at Upcountry Fiber, and and been great guys, by the way, and just want to hang out with those guys more. But more than anything else, it, it is a, uh, a company that has great people that has the technology. This has been in plans for years now, and it's coming to fruition. They're adding 100 miles of, of high-speed fiber optic cable a month, getting it to your areas. There's an update page on, on if it is in your area right now and where it's coming. The next one, next phase is coming up. You can find that online, upcountryfiber.com. For a stronger connection, phone, television, internet service, check them out. It's upcountryfiber.com. Cause I know I got some good Welcome back. Glad to have you with us. It is time now for a moment with Milt. Dr. Milt Louder from Amplose.com, our sports and performance psychologist. Good morning. Uh, let me bring him up here. I should have him up here already, by the way. Good morning, Dr. Louder. How are you doing this morning? Uh, good morning, Mickey. Having a great morning. Hope you guys are. We are. Uh, I, I uh, too, too often this time of year, coming out of the winter, I get weather dependent, and I'm seeing 60s and 70s in February, and that makes me in a great mood. I know Millpine's even better when it's 70 <laughs> in February and 72 like it's going to be next week, so that's awesome. Hey, I want to run something. I want to talk about the process yes, coming up is. in a minute, but I want to run something by you. So I don't know how I found this. Uh, but I was online, and it popped up. One of these reels popped up, whatever. And it was Elvis Presley backstage. And he was talking about he was nervous before this concert. And it showed three different clips of, of him backstage of three different concerts. And he's got his glasses on, his big old sideburns, whatever. And, and But the point I brought, I thought about you, what happened was he said, I always get nervous right before going on stage. I'm never comfortable, but I never want my my band to be comfortable either because I don't want any complacency to set in. So we always have like a little edge right before we go out. Uh, to me, it's a fine line between comfort, I guess, and complacency, I guess. But I, I found that, that clip to be pretty cool. Even Elvis Presley got nervous right before he went on. That is awesome. And I think, you know, to me, that fine line, I've never thought about that between kind of comfort and complacency, and I like that edge. Remember what adrenaline does for us adrenaline is activated when we're nervous when we're excited 
uh, when we're angry, when we're frustrated. So if we understand and interpret those emotions correctly, but I, adrenaline is also necessary to dial us in, uh, to get us focused. You know, that, that stress performance curve from Mirka's Dodson, a little bit of anxiety gets us going, gets us engaged. And so that's where apathy and complacency fall in. If I'm just going through the motions, if I'm going through the routines, no matter how many times I've done it to be a great performer, I think you've got to have that edge because it gives you some energy and excitement. And what we know, Mickey, we said this a lot for all of us, if the work or production we're putting on does not inspire us, it won't inspire anybody else. And so I love the idea of Elvis getting excited and inspired before every game, before every performance. It reminds me of Michael Jordan kind of wanting to put on his best show every time he plays. What are those variables that are present that help you lock in uh, to help you be your best? Um, because you want to uh, perform for those that are paying good money to watch your show. I, I, my mind does not allow me to remember if it was Joe DiMaggio, Mickey Mantle, Ted Williams, one of those old baseball guys, said it first. Elvis said it last night in his clip. He says, look, this is important because for a lot of people in that audience on the other side of that, of that uh, curtain, that this might, it's the, sometimes it's the first time and it might be the only time they ever see us. And I thought that that was cool as well. Yeah, it's it's shifting your focus away from you yeah. uh, to the audience. And you can experience through their lens, this may be the first and only time. I think that's a good reminder for all of us in the work that we do. How do we take the pressure off of ourselves and to focus on other people, but find that line, find that zone of peak performance of, of when I'm at my best. All right, a, a former Clemson athlete, student athlete that I have lunch with two to three days a week, uh, listens to every single Growth Project podcast. Um, I've not seen him <laughs> since since your last one came out, episode number 211, but I am very interested in listening to it. You and Dr. Brandon sat down on, on this and they talked about it's all about the process. Uh, just focus on the process. We've heard that for forever. Um, give me an idea of some of the major points and, and uh, from the latest podcast and, and how it's relevant today to our audience. Yeah, I think that just going into what we were just saying is, you know, what did Fate Manning say? Preparation reduces uncertainty. And so as Elvis was just saying, hey, I'm, I'm getting ready to put on a show. Uh, I'm nervous. I'm feeling that anxiety. Anytime our mind looks ahead to the outcome, or thinks about things we can't control, it increases my anxiety and decreases my confidence. So the process is something we often talk about. It's like having a positive attitude. Hey, let's just focus on the process. But what Drew and I really did is try to break down, what does that really mean? And how do I put that into practice uh, in my life? Where is the process, uh, I don't say rigid, but where, where are there other points of a process that are non-negotiable that everybody will have to go through? Uh, are there parts of the process that is fluid for every um, industry or person, personality? Um, talk to me about where it, where it's set and where it's not set and what that means. Yeah, I think, I think Nikki, that routine, you're doing a good job of kind of drawing comparisons of routine and rigid, com- complacent and comfortable. Uh, you know, what is that fine line? Uh, I think there's some variability in each person's process. You have to individualize that process. You have to take ownership of it. Uh, You have to understand what are the things I'm going to go to uh, during those times of stress? What are things that are going to disengage me from 
the outcome where I can get lost in the process and success finds me because I'm too busy to be looking for it. And so what we talked about in the podcast is how, like, what are these five or six factors you really want to uh, focus on? And, and why is it so important to have a process? I think, you know, one of the things that I know to be true, if I don't have a process, then I'm left to evaluate my performance solely by the outcome. And we've talked a lot about on this show, you can't really control the outcome. And so the process allows me to evaluate what went well, what didn't go well, um, what did I learn? If I don't have a process, I'm just left to compare myself to the outcome and compare myself to others. But it, it is hard to detach yourself from the outcome. We're such an outcome-driven world, and your boss is about outcome and, and all that. But and correct me if I'm wrong here. But if you're only processing, only focused on the outcome, it, it's you're going to be disappointed. A lot of times, you can't control some of that. But the other thing is that you do allow better outcomes. Obvi- you know, in, in most cases, at least, because you are so process focused. Fair, unfair, anything wrong or right about that? Yeah. Or, yeah. No, that's absolutely right. That I think people who um, hear us talk about the process and talk about redefining success, their first thought is they don't want to buy into it uh, because they think it makes them less competitive. It makes them less hungry. Uh, but what you actually said is so true that when I define my own success, when I develop my plan to win, when I develop my process, when I understand the variables that are present that are at my best and I manipulate and engineer those environment and those variables on a consistent basis, uh, then, then what I'm actually doing is performing at my best more often than not. And it doesn't make you less competitive. It actually puts the odds in your favor. I think that's what the purpose of the podcast is, is how can you learn to put the odds in your favor? How can you create some separation in your preparation um, for success by really having a good process and understanding, excuse me, what that means? All right, then let me, let me just give you a, a, a counterpoint. Um, a little pushback on something and see how you can, you can answer this. Uh, if we are outcome oriented, at least um, the only, to me, one of the only few positives I can say, at least I can reset that. That makes it easy to reset because that goal is now behind me. That season, that, that sales meeting, that, that quarter uh, and set, whatever it might be, that's behind me. So at least I can reset that. Whereas process is, uh, is, is it hard to reset process? Uh, because you, there, do you, need, you need consistencies in all of that. Does it, any of that, that make sense? Well, you were, <clears throat> well, I don't think, you know, as Churchill said, success is never final. Right. Nor and is failure, so right? Nor, outcome, Jordan always says nor is failure. Yeah, nor is failure right. fatal. Yeah. Um, so, so what the process allows us to do is just constantly uh, pursue better in our lives. And so the outcome the, of whatever I'm doing, a sales pitch, a meeting, a game, a performance is feedback about my process, about whether my process, whether like what worked, what didn't work. And so the outcome is just a byproduct of whether what I'm engaging in, whether my preparation, um, whether my mindset, uh, what is working, what's not working. And so the outcome is very important. Without that, you don't get any feedback. How do the great ones uh, continue to stay steady with the process but reinvent themselves too i mean that's a big challenge but the great ones seem to do it um reinvent themselves in, well, in what well way? i'm saying i'm saying stay stay free i mean for instance let, let's use dabo swinney guy you're very familiar with 
Like the process every year, and I guess it's maybe teams probably do that, but like he, he is committed to a process every, you know, throughout, throughout all that. But yet there's there's not complacency. There's not stagnation, right? Yeah, yeah. I think, you know, as, as yeah, absolutely, that I think the process and plan to win, it's really how, how do we teach that and what inspires you? And we talked about, you know, Mike Noonan, after they won the national championship in soccer, his whole thing for the team was innovation and inspiration from a position of strength. Right. And so we're always dreaming. We're always trying to find ways to get better. And I think that's one flaw of if success is only about achieving a goal and, and, and the outcome is what's so important. Once I achieve the goal, I kind of sometimes take my foot off the gas. And so that's why having a clear vision, having a clear goal with that I can commit to that's going to give me the best chance to achieve that goal. All right. Uh, rigidity when it comes to uh, success, dealing with success, because there are some out there in their companies today that said, this is how we do it. We've always done it this way. It's always worked. But you ha- don't you have to balance that with the idea of flexibility and new things and new ideas and new markets and new new people? I mean, so you got to have a little flexibility there. Yeah, I think the ability to adapt and some agility along the way. I mean, I think, you know, what we talk about is creativity within structure and process leads to freedom. Creativity without structure leads to chaos. And so with you got to figure out, hey, what, how, what's, how are you going to play the game? What's your piece of the pie? And within those boundaries, you put on yourself and understanding your strengths, your hedgehog concept, your plan to win – Within those boundaries, that's where you give your chance a little bit to be innovative and creative. But if you break out of those boundaries, then you all all of a sudden are working from position of weakness instead of a position of strength. All right. Um, how often now, – now, again, if someone's seeking your help, then they've probably opened up a little bit, but uh, even mine a little bit. But how often do you run into it that there's pushback, that there is – uh, rigidity is the word I've used three times now, but how often do you see it where someone, man, you just, you got to retrain almost every way they're thinking about the, the process because there's some successful people you've been sure you dealt with in the past that say, Hey man, I've never done that before. We've never worried about that before. It's always been another way of doing it. Well, I think, you know, sometimes, especially you think in the sports world and, and in life as well, Mickey, it's so hard to quit doing what works for us. Right. And so what we find with people is, they are sometimes very aware. In fact, we've talked about the research from Tasha Yurik where, you know, 95% of us claim to have a high level of self-awareness, but only 13% of us do. And so what we really try to do is raise a person's awareness of, you know, what works, what's working, what's not working. And, and understand that even though they haven't been aware of their process, they have one. And so that's always a fun exercise for us is people say, well, I don't, I just play the game. I don't worry about that. I just have this. And then once you start breaking it down, we raise their awareness a little bit of, oh yeah, no, I do have a process. Maybe it's not repeat. Uh Oh, I just about hit something. Sorry. Don't do that. Don't do that, doctor. Uh, Sorry about that. So, so we try to raise their awareness. Oh no, I do have a process. And then how do we start trying to recreate the environment the process that sets me up for success. And so, very, you know, a lot of times people come in and they just say, well, I just play the game. And then you got to kind of start asking the questions and digging a little bit deeper of helping them really understand and start thinking 
in a different way about success and about failure, about their plan to win, about their process. I mean, that's what Einstein said. The same kind of thinking that creates your problems cannot be the same kind of thinking that creates your solutions. Yeah, more of you and Einstein. That's what I need in my life. Uh, if you want more, yeah, yeah, yeah. then <laughs> two things that don't go together. No, 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 no. If you want more, episode two eleven. It's thirty minutes. Uh, it is about all about the process. Uh, you and Doctor Brandon sat down and, and discussed that. I think it's going to be awesome. I hadn't listened yet. I will hear this week for sure. And if I don't, I'll get a full recap at one of my lunches from one of my one of my former Clemson student uh, Clemson student athletes. So get me that as well. <laughs> hey, tell us about Amplos who you're helping, how you're helping, how people can find you, and, and what all you guys do. Yeah, uh, you know, I, I think, Mickey, this is why we're grateful for this opportunity and any opportunity to really engage and impact people. Uh, I think that's a clear vision that we have is how do we help people pursue better and pursue purpose in their life uh, to become a better version of themselves along the way. And so, you know, we're using Millpine as an avenue to really use and connect with people in meaningful ways. The Growth Project is another opportunity. And then just in this community and beyond, I've got to head to Nashville to work with a company this week. And uh, just excited about the chance and, and are inspired, we're inspired by people who want to get better. Um, and so that's what hopefully we're about, and, and we're thankful for those opportunities. That breaks up the rumor. Someone asked me, is, is Milt trying to start a uh, country music career? Is head to Nashville this week? No, 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 no. He's probably working with a company up there. No, yeah, so, yeah. Okay. No, right. no, I can't sing or dance. Right. don't have to worry about that. <laughs> All right, com. you're the best. I can't wait. I've got some ideas. I might even text you this afternoon because I've got some ideas for next week. I want to run by you. Uh, I can't wait to visit with you. I always learn more about it. And I uh, hope you have a great, safe trip, and we'll talk to you next week. Thanks, Mickey. Have a great one. All right. That is Dr. Milt Louder. A moment with Milt. Amplos.com. Check that out. It's all about the process over there at Will Clinton. You got to worry about the process. We'll take a break. We'll come back. Love to have you. One open phone line segment. Then Tony Morell, we got a lot to do when you come back after this. It's time to discover the convenience and time savings of contact-free pickup with Ingalls Curbside. Just visit shop.ingles-markets.com or download the app. And your Ingalls personal shopper gets to work with specialized training on how to select the freshest items for a pre-scheduled pickup. They'll even text you with updates. You pull up to a designated space and your personal shopper delivers your items right to your vehicle. Fresh, fast, and affordable. It's all in the bag. Ingalls. Low prices. Love the savings. I'm a I'm a Gamecock fan. Could you imagine living in a house like this? Making choices is hard, but choosing the right countertop doesn't have to be. Star Granite Interiors has been in business for over 50 years. We use the latest in... Technology. 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 No matter how you say it, we use the best equipment to ensure a quality experience, not to mention our customer service is second to none. Call our dad for a free quote. Call Jeremy Revis at 864-304-4249. When it's time to replace your roof, there are so many things to consider, from the type of roof you have to the many types and styles of shingles. Gillstrap Roofing understands how each part of a roofing system works together to give you a beautiful and watertight barrier. Don't trust the one thing that really protects your home to just anyone. Gillstrap Roofing has been covering the upstate for four generations. Proven, experienced roofers for your home or business. Gillstrap Roofing, 269-1232. My Garage by Essex is proud to service the Clemson area with excellent service on all makes and models. They are professionals that perform high-quality workmanship with high-quality parts. With life being uncertain, you know you can be certain of My Garage by Essex, taking care of you and your family. 
Stop in to see them at 551 Old Greenville Highway, Monday through Friday, 8 a.m. till 5 p.m., or call 864-633-5800. Upcountry Fiber is here. Whether you're working from home, streaming the big game, online shopping, or gaming, Upcountry Fiber offers high-speed fiber internet to fit all your needs. With more devices connecting to the internet in our homes, a fast and reliable internet package is essential. Visit upcountryfiber.com and click the Updates tab for a live coverage map and answers to frequently asked questions. Upcountry Fiber, a stronger connection. A partner of Blue Ridge Electric Cooperative. Drake Auto Sales, where you can find a quality used vehicle that will keep you on the road. Home of the free, free six months or 6,000 miles powertrain warranty, free unlimited car washes for three months, free XM radio for three months on equipped vehicles with every vehicle. Free, free, free. With their guaranteed credit approval, you could be driving a nicer, newer car today. Give them a call at 864-804-6778 or visit drakeautosales.com. 118 Rainbow Lake Road in Boiling Springs. Mr. Knickerbocker isn't just a store, it's a lifestyle. Shop 100% collegiate licensed tailgating items, gifts, decals, apparel, pet products, hats, and more for all Clemson sports all year long. With four locations to serve you, shop Clemson on College Avenue or the Lifestyle Store, Seneca at Hartwell Village, Greenville on Woodruff Road, or online at mrknickerbocker.com. Like and follow on social media for new product launches and more. Mr. Knickerbocker, a Clemson tradition store since 1973. Finding great candidates to hire can be like, well, trying to find a needle in a haystack. Sure, you can post your job to some job board, but then all you can do is hope the right person comes along, which is why you should try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash free. ZipRecruiter doesn't depend on candidates finding you. Its powerful technology identifies people with the right experience and actively invites them to apply to your job. You get qualified candidates fast. So while other companies might deliver a lot of hay, ZipRecruiter finds you what you're looking for. The needle in the haystack. Four out of five employers who post a job in ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate through the site within the first day. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. And right now you can try ZipRecruiter for free. That's right, free. Just go to this exclusive web address, ZipRecruiter.com slash free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash free. ZipRecruiter.com slash free. Live, local, trusted. With the largest coverage in the upstate, we are 105.5 and 97.5 The Roar, where every day is game day. Homegrown alligator, see you later. Gotta hit the road, gotta hit the road. The sun ain't changing the atmosphere, architecture unfamiliar. I could get used to this. Time flies by in the yellow and green. Stick around and you'll see what I mean. There's a mountain top that I'm dreaming of. If you need me, you know where I'll be. I'll be riding shotgun underneath the hot sun, feeling like a someone. I'll be riding shotgun underneath the hot sun, feeling like a someone. Well, south of the All right. 
Got some good stuff for you. Elkmont, Elkmont Trading Company. Got some really cool things going on over right now. The sale, that winter closeout sale, that's uh, amazing. And you're talking about 40 to 60% off right now. And, and that's from lines like Patagonia, Z Supply, Columbia, Free Fly. I was doing my wife's um, laundry. I was doing you know, laundry in the house yesterday. My wife has all these, right? We have all these brands. Uh, hey Dudes right now. Gave my dad some Hey Dudes. I saw him on, on a Sunday, and he says, man, everywhere I go, everybody's talking, hey, I love your Hey Dudes. 50% off right now. Uh, bog bags. My wife has one of these. You, you buy one bog bag right now, you get a small bog bag for free. So, and now, now the other part of this time of year is besides that winter sale, spring and game day apparel ri- arriving every day. So, footwear to jewelry, game day life to lifestyle clothing, outdoor gear, most popular brands out there, the largest selection of on running shoes, something for everyone from candles to kayaks, from sunglasses to charcuterie boards. Upstate's largest selection of those on running shoes, conveniently two great locations 153 in Powdersville. And the 93 and uh, 123 exit in Clemson is my great friends over at Elkmont Trading Company. We have uh, too much to get into today. News-wise, there's only Miami beat North Carolina last night. Texas Tech beat Texas. Tiger Woods is going to have a press conference at 2 o'clock today, Eastern time, out at Riviera. He's back in the PGA Tour this week. Alabama is number one in college basketball, first time in 20 years. That's great news for Clemson. Why? Because it can be done at Alabama. It can be done at Clemson. Clemson basketball can be the number one basketball team in the country. It can happen. Uh, there, there is no difference in the potential of Alabama basketball compared to the potential of Clemson basketball. Is that fair, Will? You, you, you give, you're going to push back any on that? It, it can be done, yes. Okay. Because there is no difference in Clemson basketball and Tennessee basketball, potentially. You and I just talked during the break about the law of pure potentiality. Mm-hmm. Potentially, it can happen. There, there, there's not a heck of a lot of difference in Clemson and TCU basketball. They're ranked right now. Miami, Miami didn't even have a basketball program a few short years ago. And now they're ranked 15th in the country, and they'll move up after getting another win last night. After being, after going to Chapel Hill and winning. So the point is, that's great news. That Clemson, you don't have to be UCLA or Kansas or Indiana, who's in the top 25 right now, North Carolina Duke right now. If Alabama can be number one, so can Clemson. And I'm talking to you Gamecock fans as well. South Carolina can. If Dawn Staley can do it in men's basketball, you can do it in men's basketball. This is great news. Also, Clemson Furman softball at Furman tonight, 5 o'clock. A lot of Clemson softball fans out there that can't get tickets to Clemson, hey, they're in, they're in Greenville tonight, 5 o'clock. Goodbye and see you. Told you Super Bowl ratings, third highest ever, 113 million people, second highest Super Bowl ratings show, uh, halftime show ever. Notre Dame had a bump in the, in the road with their offensive coordinator. They wanted to hire Utahs, but wouldn't want to pay his pay, uh, his buyout. They're back at the drawing board there. And thoughts and prayers to the community in, in East Lansing, Michigan. In case you didn't see it last night, three killed, five dead, I mean, five injured, wounded shooter last night. Someone, a 43-year-old man walked on campus and did just atrocious act. I, I, I mentioned that for thoughts and prayers, but also that the men's and women's basketball team, they were off last night, but 
men's team was scheduled to play to host Minnesota Wednesday at seven. Men's tennis scheduled to host Drake on Wednesday, and um, forty-eight hours they they have postponed those because of the tragedy there in East Lansing. Just awful, senseless. Then the the alleged shooter uh, self-inflicted gun would have killed himself. What a, what a coward, man. Anyway, so uh, in the next, we got Tony Morell coming up. And in the last half hour, I'm going to do this. I've done this before, but I'm going to do this again and and look at the empirical data there's an article out about oklahoma and texas and entering the sec i think it's matt hayes who wrote it and he said be careful what you wish for you might not be getting what you think you're getting and he talked about oklahoma and and texas and you know what's interesting is oklahoma and texas have basically been close to 500 since they announced they're leaving the big 12 to go to the SEC. I have gone over this before. We're going to get a little deeper into it. In the major college expansion of the last 40 years or 30 years at least, 31 years the SEC did it, the number of teams, number of schools that it meant a better winning percentage or better on the field success is way, way, way less than teams that got better. If you go back and look at the who these teams were in the previous whatever time period you want to go through, for South Carolina and Arkansas, you got 31 years in the SEC now. So you go 31 to 31 previous years compared to 31 years afterwards. You know, Obviously with Miami and Virginia Tech, you got less time. Obviously with with Utah, uh, you got less time. Nebraska, you got less time. But when you go to these new conferences, no one ever goes into a new conference and says, hey, man, I can't wait to go to this new conference. We're going to win less games, we're going to be ranked less, and we're going to win less championships. Make no mistake, the reason you're going is money. Southern Cal and UCLA want nothing to do with, with plane trips to Maryland, and to Rutgers to play sporting events. If they wanted that, they'd play them out of conference for every year. They don't want to do that. There's one reason why Southern Cal and UCLA are leaving the Pac-12 to go to the Big Ten and to make plane flights to Piscataway, New Jersey, and College Park, Maryland, and that is money. Maryland didn't want to have plane flights to, to Minnesota or to Iowa or to Nebraska or to Illinois. The reason they did is they needed money. Now, money-wise, I will guarantee you that is easy. Every team that leaves, and I'm not talking about how, that has to you know, jump around a little bit because of, of your conference falling apart, but every team that voluntarily leaves to go to another conference, every one of them is going to make more money. That's a proven fact. With that said, more teams than not so far, in the past 30 years of this data, more teams than not when it comes to, and I'm speaking mainly football here, but we can do it for basketball as well, more teams than not are worse, and even baseball. But, but they, are, they win less games per year. 
they win less championships per year, and they win they're they're ranked less per year. I mean, you know, fewer uh, or, or less often or fewer times. So on the field success right now, Texas and Oklahoma are going, man, we're going to win the SEC. We're going to be ranked. We're going to have all this money. We're putting facilities and coaches. Man, we are just going to roll. Now, the SEC money might be so much that, yeah, that might be true. I'm just going on what we said in the past, what history has shown us. Penn State was better as an independent than they have been in the Big Ten. That's a fact. They were ranked more, won more games, won more championships, national championships, as an independent than they have as the Big Ten. Nebraska was better in the Big 12 than they've been in the Big Ten. Virginia Tech and Miami were better in the Big East than they were in the ACC. South Carolina didn't have a whole lot of success. You can't say where they were before and after. But, you know, South Carolina's about five games over 500 overall in football since joining the SEC, way below 500 in the SEC. They have more money, yes. On the field, has it meant a whole lot? I'll give you this. Here's a very interesting stat. Turn your radios on and hear this. You join the SEC, and the thought is, man, we're going to dominate the ACC. We're going to dominate our arch rival. South, and, and South Carolina's been in the SEC for 31 years now. South Carolina had a better winning percentage against Clemson before they got in the SEC than in the 31 years they've had since joining the SEC. It's, it's 20 and 11 right now. Clemson's won 20 times. South Carolina's won 11 times since joining the SEC. That winning percentage is lower than what it was before they joined the SEC. You wouldn't have thought that. Man, we're going to the SEC. We have all this money. We have all this power. We're going to play SEC football. We're going to go and dominate Clemson. Or, or win, at least win more than we won before. And now you've actually won at a lower percentage. So the point there is that, I mean, is Missouri, Missouri was a much better football program in the Big 12 than the SEC. In the last round of conference realignment, in the Power Five, the only two teams who joined Power Five conferences and improved their yearly win totals, Boston College and Texas A&M. And... And A&M you thought would be better than they have been. That goes to show what their history was like, but, but the potential of that. And at Boston College, where are they now? Exactly. Early I mean, success, but long-term, Long-term, term, that's right. That. Because Boston College can't recruit in the ACC, Boston College can't recruit in North Carolina or in Florida or in South Carolina, and it's a long-term loser for them. Now, the money is is so much now that you can't turn that down. But doesn't necessarily mean that things are going to be better for you on the field. Hey, the Patterson Tax Service, things are better for you in the Patterson Tax Service building over there. You get your taxes done. It's easy. A friend of mine said, hey, drop mine off on Friday. Picked them up on Monday. Love it. Got everything done. Paying less. Love it. I love Joni and Russell and Donnie and the folk, Marty and all the folks over there. I love getting my taxes done because it's stress-free and easy. I love uh, maximizing my return and minimizing what I would owe the government. I, I like what they've done for me. P-A-T-T-A-X.com, pattax.com, 864-859-8289, P-A-T-T-A-X.com. A lot going on in South Carolina football. Tony Morrell joins us when you come back right after this. <laughs> 